Hi, and welcome to Allegedly Fabulous. My name is Kevin Loftus, and I am your host and producer. We talk all about pop culture, politics, true crime, personal stuff, and honestly, just whatever comes up. You know what I mean? But everything is alleged. Do not at me. So let's get into it. Thank you so much for listening. Let's chat. Love you. guys welcome back to allegedly fabulous this is kevin loftus i'm here with our favorite recurring death guest denny padula love hi a new guest to the podcast peter quinn hello guys we're on our way it's thanksgiving happy thanksgiving everyone happy we're on our way to lake arrowhead so fucking excited we were out last night at ronda with every other single gay man in los angeles relationship in West Hollywood. Yes. Right. And I've been living for this trip for a solid three weeks. We've planned it to a fucking tea. The car is jam-packed with like, we each have like three bags of clothes and like so many <laughs> items for cooking shit. And, so like, much alcohol. Um, and the cabin looks beautiful, so I'm so excited. We were just um, filling Peter in on the drama. Um, we had to do that offline because some of these bitches might listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, so excited. Okay, so... We don't know what we're going to talk about. I think we should talk about what we're thankful for. Maybe we can end on that, what we're thankful for. I love that. Um, we're going to talk about Girls Aloud getting back together. And we're gonna, <laughs> but let's start with, um, we were just talking about boys and stuff. So maybe we would talk, do like, I don't know, what are we looking for in a guy? We're all three single Pringles. Like our hopes and dreams for a man. Yeah, I think that. your hopes and dreams, Peter. Normal. I mean, just someone who doesn't lie. Doesn't gaslight people. Baseline. I mean, I, I feel. Bare minimum. No, but I do feel like nowadays, like that literally is the, the bare minimum that people can do. Is just yeah. be upfront and honest. Not lie. And not lie. Just maybe just don't lie. Yeah. That'd be nice for once. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the thing is, it's really hard to meet someone who meets, I think, that meets bare minimum. Yeah. Speaking of, actually, I'm talking to your friend. I've been texting with your friend. Which one? Nick. Um, oh my god, yes, yeah, sorry. Wait, Nick. which one is Nick? Nick? Nick is fucking amazing. And Nick is normal, actually. Yeah, I know. I've just been, yeah. I messaged with this guy, Nick, on Hinge. Oh, we and, talked about this. Um, I sent it to Peter because, I don't know, we figured out that Peter were in common. I think we both texted you and asked about the other person. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and yeah, like Peter was like, this Nick guy's an angel. And so we were like DMing a bit, like, what he seemed, and we're supposed to meet up this weekend, but he honestly seems so lovely and normal. He's very put together, he's very normal, he's very successful and driven at his job. Um, his parents live in LA, like he's very family orientated, like he is... Like if there was a package that I could put together for all of us, it would be him. Ah. Like nice people are just, are very hard to come by, and I'll, like I've been pretty... I, I'm pretty much a mess when it comes to dating, <coughs> dating, but I actually have good, like, I have good standards at this point. Like, I can kind of sniff out a rat very early, Ooh. and I just kind of won't keep it going. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, like, when I was younger, I would have, like, latched, if I was into someone, I would, like, latch on and ignore all the red flags. Now I'm just like, you're not, you're not going to, I can't, like, I can't, like, undecipher it. Like, if you're not going to show up for me in the way you want, like, I'm not going to spend time wondering, is it me, is it you? It's just, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Speaking of red flags, that's a lovely bridge topic. Um, why are we so attracted to red flags? I 
I don't know. I this is my lesson for the year is yeah, red the red flags are not for you to like have fun with. They're there for you to take them seriously. Yeah. Like that's what I've been I've been I don't know why we're so attracted to chaos. That's my issue. I'm attracted to chaos and I I think it's because well there's a lot of reasons. I think it's a mixture of you know, not loving yourself enough, um, not thinking that you're worthy of something less chaotic, and... Or that you can fix it. Yeah, very that. And I think you love, like, the adventure of love. Oh. Like, you want a big yeah. love, you know? I want, I Ooh, want, careful, all, careful. I want all the fun. I want all the funsies, you know? Thank you for that. I think as well with what I'm my latest theory on all of this is like a lot of us although we say and we are like obviously wanting a great relationship and all this stuff a lot of us are also I think subconsciously trying to fill something that we didn't feel when we were a kid so we're kind of like looking for validation through the types of people that we go for and that we want attention from that we want to be loved by and the patterns that yeah like if it was a whether a parent or people in school or whatever it was that didn't give you something that you desperately needed like you kind of seek partners who kind of act the same way and you hope that they'll eventually give it to you absolutely I I well I just want to call out Kev that you are I admire that you're so good at calling sniffing out a rat and just being like bye I like wish I was better about that oh no I invite the rat into the house same I'm like what if I'm like I sing the goddamn theme song from Five Hole, from Five Hole Goes West. <laughs> I, I, you know, but the thing is, is like, it's so important to listen to your self-awareness. Mm-hmm. If you are so aware, go towards the self-awareness element. Because like, I literally have had so many great examples of what you just described. And like, like my sister was in a terrible marriage and she forced him. She dragged him down the aisle, you know. And wow. never married. I'm like, this kid. This kid was red flags, like he the was musical. The store for red flags. Yeah. And my sister managed to get him to marry her. And they end. I finally, thank God, they eventually got divorced after ten years, which is insane that they were even together that long. But force it, it never works. It no. Never works. And if you have to rationalize bad behavior, you're fucked. You're fucked. So what's on your list now, Denny? Because I think we should do a little manifestation because we're going to Arrowhead. It's a beautiful day, by the way. It's beautiful. It's going to be a little cooler out there. We're going to spend the day cooking. Um, Vegging the fuck out. I have a winter margarita recipe I'm excited oh. to try. I can't wait to hear up the dog. Maybe do a little shroom, get into the jacuzzi. Um, I actually, I just realized that I forgot to pack um, a fucking speedo or fucking. I have a spare. That you could use. Is, it a sh- is it a shoestring? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> um, and Thank then, you. but then tomorrow we're probably doing a little hike, and I think going into like one of the bars in the town, right? So I feel like if we manifest what we're looking for, like there's every chance that three beautiful men or six in the mountains other guys, yeah three are, are like on another trip so and there'll be one for each of us exactly as we've described uh, in this car journey that would be fabulous a bunch and of Travis Kelsey's do they also have cabins <laughs> permanently up at the lake because that would be amazing also that would be great yeah 
<laughs> so what's on your list any for a mountain man but like he doesn't have to be a mountain man like from the mountain he could just be on he could be like he could live in fucking Santa Monica and just be out here like yeah um I I need somebody with a little edge I need a little edge I need him to have a good job but also have a little edge but not an edge where he's like trying to go to like you know a rave every fucking weekend um because I don't really want to go to raves every fucking weekend but and then so why do you I, you took the fucking words out of my Cause mouth. I'm a slut. <laughs> um, I was like, you say you don't want to, but yet I see you there. <laughs> I know. I um, but yeah, and I, uh, I need to have a good job, have a little bit of an edge, but also be like handy and like like good at just good at random shit. I love when guys are just like good at random shit, like putting shit together, I, you know, fixing shit. I am dead. There, there's nothing more attractive than when someone comes over to your apartment and does something Fixes. for you. Ah. Like someone fixed my uh, clock when daylight saving times happened, and he was like, "Why? How do you live like this?" And I was like, "I, I, I do." And he, how do you live like this? And he just did it for me, and I was like, "Okay." Pull your pants down. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So one of my exes, he calls me his ex-wife because he. Yeah, I haven't seen him in ages now, but he was for ages coming over. He would fix. Everything like put up oh. shelves for me. I'm turned. Can we have his dream. number? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got some. I just uh, feel like I want to be cozy and comfy. Shelves to put together. <sighs> yeah. So that's kind of and like a nice ass, cute face. I don't care. Not I know. Tall. I feel like I'm. I'm gonna meet him and I'll know when it's for you. I'll know the person for you. I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like I know but that what is, you're gonna need. That is funny though. Like when you meet someone that you're. F- your friend is dating or potentially dating or whatever like you you just do get a sense that yeah this is actually a good match yes it's like yeah I think level I think two things for me I've noticed is like level of ease number yeah, one yes. like there's something indescribable but when you feel really comfortable around someone and your heart just feels really at rest yes mm. and then the other thing that I know I need is like someone who's actually very funny um, I need to laugh yeah. yeah very funny and like very smart which I think comes together yeah. You know, it's really, really interesting that you just said your heart has to be at rest. I am obsessed with that. I think everyone needs to, like, live by that rule. Yeah. We need to live by that rule, especially, like, when we're chasing after people who we think are good for us. Yeah. Chaos. And we think it's like a trick. Your heart might feel like it's at rest, but No. It no. is. You're actually like. It's actually it's, the Lexapro. <laughs> it's actually the. It, say that. <laughs> well, like if you leave that situation, after like thinking that your heart is at rest, you immediately feel horrible. That's what you don't want to feel. That's the part where you know that it's not really a resting heart situation. When you leave, when you go home, and, and you feel like, like and, garbage. Oh, okh- okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. That's how you know. Like, I feel like mm. something's just not right. Yeah. 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 Okay, so I want to talk about <laughs> I want to talk about Donald Trump. <laughs> Girl, no, I can't. Just My really anxiety, quickly. I'm on two hours of sleep. I cannot get into. I cannot. Okay, just really that. quickly because it's a, it, the election's a year away, and I think he's gonna win. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm already like. Do I? Do I leave? <laughs> 
I don't know if I can deal with that. And like, the, the Netherlands just voted in apparently a fire right guy. I haven't yeah, done I any research that. on him. And Argentina? Mm-hmm. I think Argentina did as Argentina well. Argentina too. I thought we were kind of done with this. But I will say, okay, the one thing I need to say on this. Yeah. And I was going to do a whole episode where I like look at what's on Donald Trump's website and what he's promising to do and like just like make fun of it because it's so insane and I don't know how he's going to get like 60 million votes or whatever he is actually <coughs> going to get. Like even if he doesn't win, he'll get 55 million votes because that's, that's how it works. And that's going to take it away from somebody else who actually could do the job better. Right. But it he... Oh, <laughs> sorry, this is what I was going to say, is yeah. that, like, I'm obviously a Democrat through and through, like a big Hillary Clinton stan, and, and I'm, I'm, like, very open about, like, my politics and stuff, I don't really care, like, no, none of my colleagues have, like, found this podcast yet or anything, so <laughs> we're good. Oh, my God. But I, I just, I have a sense that, like, the Democrats are not doing enough, and I know all the hardcore Democrats will be like, no, it's just a messaging thing, like, Biden is doing so much, he's doing the Infrastructure Act, he's doing the... Invasion I'm like no guys The world is falling apart Like people feel really poor People don't see a future For themselves And Like democracy At it's core Is under threat And I want to see Really really aggressive moves And even like When Cardi B came out The other day And said like What the fuck um, New York New York City And New York State Is making all these Tax cuts to like Important things Meanwhile we're investing In these wars overseas I know that it's Incredibly complicated And they come from Different budgets And this and that I don't care though this is our country we choose how to like our leaders are supposed to fix these things I don't care how hard it is like and if I know it's not the Democrats fault but if the Democrats are not strong enough to like push through it like I I can see why people are moving towards the fascist way because Donald Trump I don't he'll do the wrong things but he will like push fucking through it and he will make it fucking work and he will reshape the judicial system and the institutions to go for what he thinks is right and that's the kind of aggression that I want to see from the Democrat side you are giving Democratic National Convention right now. You are giving like I a saw Obama. I saw George Conway did like a an article the other day. He's like, we need a new judicial movement to meet all this craziness that's happening on the far right because they're gonna strip apart. They're gonna strip apart the legal system and just reshape everything in fascism. Honestly, and that's what I think that we need. I I am so at this point in my life where I'm just like I don't give a fuck anymore. I, I already yeah, struggle. I already struggle. Yeah. I'm gay. I can kick someone's ass now. Try me. Try me, bitch. <laughs> Try me. And I'm just like... Well, we're going to be largely okay, I think. But, you know, I feel bad for people who are going to suffer see, from I don't feel stuff. bad because the problem is there's a lot of fucking hate in this country. And no one should be surprised by it. The fact that anyone is, a, is surprised by any of the fucking hate... in Jewish people are feeling it right now too it's like yeah. it, there's so much fucking hatred and when you said 60 million votes yeah 60 million fucking haters it's a yeah. lot of people who just live yeah, to hate X you know whether it's black people Jews gays women like I know and, and I'm we just all are like, what am I gonna do and they're all obsessed with Elon Musk I'm like shut the fuck yeah. up it's disgusting so you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna fuck I'm gonna fuck <laughs> I'm going to drink, I'm going to make music, I'm going to make art, and I'm going to have a good fucking time. You know who I wish was coming? Fuck all you hoes. You know who I wish was coming today? Maddie. Oh, Oh, yeah. Me too. Shout out to Maddie. Maddie, we love you. Maddie. Maddie's in Charleston with his fam. Where's Charleston? Uh, South Carolina. Okay. East. Back east. Okay. 
Next topic, Girls Loves. Girls uh, are back. I'm... They're like my favorite band of all time. I'm so... Like, they mean so much to me. No, like, I already <coughs> am like, I need to book flights to go back and look at them. They I were, know. like, formative in my, like, teenage years. Um, I would love for them to come to the US. And I genuinely yeah. think that they would have a big enough following. They would. I just don't think that they have enough pay to make like yeah, the staging no. bring the staging over it would no, have no, to be no. like in a bar in LA it would, yeah <laughs> one of those Hollywood like theatres yeah yeah hard but <laughs> it would be it would amazing. really it would need to give like like good morning UK vibes like what yeah. is that Remember, they would be on TV at like 8am oh. they would be fully dolled up in their dress like okay hair makeup is girls allowed well could girls allowed conceivably get a lot of people to a show out here they could in New York LA for sure but it would just yeah. be that's I think it would just be a one-off thing and I think that's harder for them to stage and organize I don't think they have any of the like connections and yeah stuff. you know who I actually was supposed to see speaking of like UK bands doing US tours S Club 7 oh my god I would die I no I was I was supposed to do it after we came back from Palm Springs I want to go they cancelled it because apparently they couldn't get visas to get into the country get what yeah. devastated oh, this but fucking country they did manage to like book venues so I I think that's girls so weird. I love that how could you not get visas to come here as S-Club 7 I don't know but also they had a bigger venue initially and I don't think the ticket sales went I'm not gonna lie I wouldn't want to see that show I just don't think that it would be that fun like, it, it was more so for nostalgia but yeah. anyway sorry back to Girls Aloud what was your favourite song? Um, God, all, all of them I'm honestly obsessed with all of them right now I've actually been loving the show Great song, great song, great choice. It's on my playlist that I made for this trip. Amazing, amazing. What's what the song you? that I know? What's what would I know? The sound what? of the underground. Yeah. Sexy, no, no, no. Oh, that. Can't yes. speak French. Yes. That Is one that your favorite? No, I don't think that's my fave. Who was your favorite of the girls? Oh, obviously Nadine. Yeah, same. She looks amazing Okay And so I'm gonna be A bit of a hater now And I'm a big fan Of all the girls I love them all But I'm not I've In their little appearances And their sh- shoots That they've done so far It's giving very Mom And like they all look amazing But they're too They're awesome. losing, like All white or all black I'm like No I need the glam I need the sequins <coughs> Have they lost it? No they haven't lost it But like I just think I think Cheryl might be Going through something I think she's in like She's very um, emotionally driven. I adore her, but like I feel like she has moments where she just wants to be a mom. She feel like she has moments where she's like very in her relationship. I don't feel like she's in like glam performance. How old mode. are they now? They're forty. Yeah. And they're traumatized from Sarah's death, genuinely. Yeah. So I think I maybe they it. just need a bit of time to get back into the swing of it. And um, I'm devastated that there's no new music, but obviously they don't want to without Sarah. At I this heard point. rumors that there is new music. Well, I heard, yeah, that was the rumor, and now they've come out and said there's absolutely no new music. It's uh, just a tour, and not like, even just one song. I know, I needed a song. I needed. A song. It does make sense though if they're focused. If they're if they're at forty, they're definitely focusing on either having a family, or being married, or whatever. Yeah, well, their kids are like close to ten, I think, or like you know between five and ten ish. One of them is a One Directioner's kid. Oh wow! That's yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. Oh wow. Zane. Zane. No, Liam. Liam. Liam Liam Payne Yeah Because the other one is Slow hands But it is hard to see them Without Sarah It's very hard to see them Without Sarah Like mm. it, I think when you when you, It's one of those bands That you grow up with And you're obsessed with And they're just kind of A part of the everyday Background yeah. It's just yeah. very hard to see them Without Sarah They would just be All over the radio And she did add Like an energy 
and a spice whereas like I think that's why the four of them now are a bit like they're a bit like All Saints or Atomic Kitten like they're a bit tamer <laughs> they are without her do you, what is your opinion on Nicola I love her I love them all I adore them I just literally adore them what's your opinion Nadine is like the best one Nadine right? is the best Nadine one Nadine also best. I'm sorry in these new photos like your eye just goes to her she's giving star and the rest of them are giving like morning TV presenter which Kimberly actually is ah is she yeah for what for like I don't know Good Morning Britain or something oh one of those BBC whatever Phil Holly things um I love Nicola I loved her appearance on The Masked Singer yeah very good I mean she's a beautiful singer that yeah um people always underestimate her I just kind of wish that they all had gotten a bit more of a crack at a solo career especially Nadine obviously but I mean Go to Work is a banger she's just fabulous I love that she's performing I love like I'm, oh my god I would kill to go to Mighty Hoopla oh in London yeah yeah and my friend Connor was like buy tickets I was like oh my god it's so hard I've got like 27 weddings next year <laughs> you're at that age and they're like summons they're like court summons no, we can do that. We can just do the thing. Okay, so what are you... Do you want to go first, Danny? Like, what are you really thankful for this year? I... I'm thankful for oh, so many things, honestly. I'm thankful for my glow-up. I'm thankful that I've maintained my, my looks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thankful for my deal with Warner Music. I'm oh thankful God. for all my friends, you guys. I'm thankful for this group. She's I like I really do feel like I I know I know and I I've dealt with a lot of pain and a lot of fucked up shit this year. But it doesn't even matter because there's so many so many good things came out of this year. Even like yeah. boys being hell and making me cry. I I got some of the most beautiful music out of that, so I'm grateful. And I have to say, I'm so proud of you. Like, the way you handle boys and stuff, like, you love so hard. You get into stuff that, yeah, you don't want to be in. And then you you have, you take it and you grow from it and you involve from it and you move on. And, like, that's what life is about at the end yes. of the day. It, it's not easy to do. Like, I've I've definitely gotten stuck at times. Of and, course. And, you know, been frozen in fear and different things. So I'm really proud of you. Thank you so much. I think the biggest thing is you've got to just believe in yourself. I think that's so cheeseball. But it's true. You have to know that you're... You are better. You're best. That's it. You have to be like, no, bitch, I am an 11. Like, I deserve the best. So just everyone has to do that in 2024. 2024 has to happen. Peter, what are you thankful for? Uh, this one's very easy. I'm very thankful for my friends this year. Everybody has really rallied around me in, like, some difficult times. Folks here, folks at home. Yeah, that's... They give me the strength to be good. Yeah. How long have you been in LA now? Two years. Okay. So um, yeah, I've made some good friends, present company included, um, and also some not some good friends that you want to avoid. Sure. Um, we'll we'll talk about that in another episode, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Friend or foe. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good topic. That should be the way back. Ooh. Let's do it. Yeah. Kat, what are you? I am thankful for. I don't know. I've just been really happy. Thanks to, I, obviously, Lexi. We've talked about Lexi, Lexi. a lot on, on the podcast. Ozempic has made me so fucking happy. Guys, update on Ozempic. I'm down eight pounds. And she looks gorgeous, you guys. How is the global sponsorship going? Oh, like, <laughs> they don't need it, honestly. They're, like, the biggest drug ever. They're, like... I think they're going to change the world in terms of how much they sell and shit. It's crazy, but... 
Um, but I don't know, more than that mentally, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a combination of those things, but it's also, I think it's like me taking action. I think I've had these things in my head for a long time and I'm finally taking action, whether it's, okay, my mental health's not good, I need some help, I'm going on Expo, or hey, like I'm really struggling with like the last few pounds, I need some help, I'm going on Ozempic, or just the normal day-to-day things like, I have always wanted to do a greeting card collection, I finally fucking did it. And put it up on Etsy and it's available now and I don't think I'm going to sell any but I'm just so proud and the podcast I've just do it and I'm much happier at work I don't know what it is it's probably the combination of feeling much more comfortable with myself but also the help from the medication um, I'm just a lot happier and less judgmental of myself and all of those are good things and I do adore the pair of you I adore this group that we're going to um, even if we like bicker over tiny shit it doesn't it, like you need to have that in a group anyway otherwise what are we going to do just sit there and fucking knit yeah. like I'm grateful wow. for the level of drama that we do have this is a dramatic gay man yeah I'm living for all the drama this weekend and Kev I have to say I'm really proud of you for what you said earlier about taking action I mean that is what that's like the role you have to play in taking care of yourself yeah. you have to fucking act you gotta get out there you gotta go to fucking Tijuana you gotta fucking <laughs> You gotta do it. You and and you you prioritize your mental health without like having to like be under the covers like alone for days. Like you've you've really like taken a hold of what's happened what's happened with you, you know, and lived. You're still living. So even yeah. if it's hard some days, I just I'm proud of you for fucking still fucking showing up and rising to the occasion, bitch. Thank you, King. I love you. Love you. Okay, guys, that's our little quick pre-Thanksgiving episode. Thank you for listening. I don't know when we're going to post this, but we'll probably record on the way back as well with whatever the tea is from the trip, and we'll be posting from the cabin. So excited. But hope you all have a lovely Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I really appreciate you. You can find us at Allegedly Fabulous everywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Definitely please go ahead and give us a five-star rating if you liked it and a review. Share it with a friend you think will be interested. And we're on social media as well, pretty much everywhere. So Instagram at Allegedly Fabulous. Threads at Allegedly Fabulous, Twitter at Allegedly Fab, I think, and TikTok also at Allegedly Fabulous. And you can also get me on Instagram at Kevin T. Loftus. Thank you so much again for listening. Until next time, love you, bye.